You know, Brittany, nothing gives me naked confidence like hitting the gym first thing in the morning. The rush, the endorphins, it just sets the tone for the entire day. Ooh, I like that. Naked confidence. Yeah. It's all about the perfect playlist for me. The right music can uplift my mood instantly. Mm, you know what a close second is for me? What's that? Not stinking. <laughs> That's why I use Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's like a secret weapon against odor powered by mandelic acid. Yeah, you're odor-free for up to 72 hours. I love how Lumi tackles every odor concern with natural ingredients, and I appreciate its versatility. I tried it everywhere, from pits to feet. It never disappoints. Plus, it's baking soda-free and pH balanced for safe use. And the fact that it's clinically proven to block odor all day, well, that's a game changer. Definitely. And with Lumi Starter Pack, new customers can get $5 off with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. It's a great deal for a fresh start. Don't miss out on feeling confident everywhere you go. Visit lumideodorant.com and use code TLC for a special discount. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com. Cheers to confidence with Lumi. To which I say, shame on you, Brittany. No, I say, shame on you. You should put these sentimental church masturbation videos in a more secure place, okay? You're listening to The Laughing Couple Podcast with your host, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex, parenting, all unfiltered and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Hello. If you're watching this one live, I my, feel bad for you, son. my face is painted. And it looks ridiculous. I told Cooper I'd make a rainbow skull for Halloween. So that's what I am. Brittany. What? This is the first time I'm actually staring at you talking. Why is it so weird with the double teeth? With the double teeth. <laughs> it does look you weird. Know Cooper, you know Cooper, uh, you know Cooper like makes it whenever he puts lipstick or lip chap yeah, on. Yeah, that is how I'm talking. Like, yeah. It's so weird. Yeah, um, very, very little enunciation of words. I'm doing my best. <laughs> I didn't realize, um, this is a true story, and I only discovered this like a week ago, maybe. Okay. I didn't realize how much I talk with my bottom teeth and not my top teeth showing. Oh, did you just look at yourself in one day and say, well. Well, no, I was in a, I was in a Zoom meeting, and I happened to be staring at myself while talking, which I think most people do. I think yeah. it's like. Yeah, you definitely look at yourself. You don't look at other people. Because they can't tell if you're looking at them anyways. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, I'm, I, want to, I want it to focus entirely on yes. you. And they're like, I'm not even in that side of this, the Agreed. page on my, on my thing, right? <laughs> anyways, so I was, I was talking to myself, essentially. I feel really good about it. Yeah. And I'm looking, and I'm like, I haven't. I haven't seen my top teeth in like the last paragraph. And I'm like, do I normally just not bring Stuck my, do I not bring my upper lip up <laughs> high enough? To Please don't see do that. Uh, if that's how you're going to talk, I don't suggest you do that. Okay. So we're going to talk the whole bottom teeth. Have you ever noticed that? No. Does but, that annoy you? No. You never but, see my top teeth? No, listen, there's actually a whole thing going around with Megan Fox. Megan Fox has this thing where she talks with her t like top teeth and like, People have been like, it's all over TikTok. It really doesn't matter. But like, she's like, she's a top teeth talker. It's oh. weird. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. Un uncut jams. I That's feel like you name. really have to enunciate your words to get your top teeth. And I only know this because I'm, I've been paying attention for at least a week now of like, do I, am I, is it, is it me or do am people I normally talk like this? Okay. Do you have an I love you and you're annoying before we get into this uh, managing expectations episode? Yes. 
Okay. Would you like to go first? Yeah, we're going to talk about the uh, we're going to talk about the garage clean of 2022. Oh, that's mine too. <laughs> but uh, the lead up to the garage clean of 2022 was the bin rental of 2022. <laughs> hold on, time out. If this is going to lead us into that conversation, maybe we hold off on our "I love you" and your annoyance and say it during that because no. I think it's going to escalate. No, it will. I'm telling you right now, it has nothing to do with the garage clean. Oh, okay, go. It has nothing to do with the, the right, garage clean. My issue that I had was you had said, hey, Ryan, can you arrange this bin? And I said, yeah, I can. And then I didn't. Yeah. And then you got mad at me. Yes. And then you said to me, well, if I knew you weren't going to do it, I would have done it. And I said, okay. And then you said, do you want me to do it? And I said, sure, do it. If you're going to do it, do it. And then the next day you're like, Uh, Did you do the bin? And I said, no, you said you were going to do it. And you said to me, that's only because you hadn't done it already. And I said, I know I hadn't done it already. And just so you know, if that's your I love you and you're annoying, I get it. Like I'm I'm already on the other side of it. My issue was you you put it on me, took it back from me, put it back on me and got mad at me that you had to give it back to me. That was annoying. You know, it was really annoying. I was like literally the one thing that I asked you to do because I was organizing everything else at the time. And you were like, I'll do it. And I asked you like minimum five times throughout the course of two weeks. Did you do it? Like, that's super annoying to have to ask you something five times. Like yeah. you're, when I, when I well, do that, I feel like setter. I'm a parent to you when I do that. And I don't like that feeling. Like that I have to remind you to do I, something. I, listen, I said, if that was your annoying, I understand it. Yeah. My annoying wasn't that it was originally put on me. I think I was in frustration while I was like, if you're not going to do it, like, do I have to do this? And then I said the the next day, I am literally gone all morning and all afternoon. So I don't know if I'm even going to have time to do this, but you're like, no, I'll do it. And I'm like, fine. Anyways, that was really annoying for me. Yeah. Okay. So let's start. Do you not have an annoying or that That was That is my annoying. Like, I asked you to do something and you didn't do it. Same story, different perspective. The twist. (laughs) Um... So this weekend we were full-blown adults. I mean, actually this whole like kind of week, but we went to um, a Buffalo Bills game uh, yesterday on Sunday night. And here's the thing. (laughs) We booked this like adventure when we were wasted in Vegas, like absolutely shmam town. I don't think that's Yes, we were. Yes, we were. We were absolutely hammered because we were in DK and Andy's um, hotel. And that's when I literally have a video of you sleeping on the couch and like, face down. Well, I remember being that way. I'm just saying that's not what happened <laughs> yeah. when we booked it. Yeah, it is. We were waiting for our Uber. Mm, we were, no. we just finished Mm-mm. unlimited mimosas. Nope. We were in the, um, the hotel room because you were like, uh, with which company? And then Andy listed all of his friends that were coming. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, Ryan's like, no, like which company is hosting this? Yeah. <laughs> Cause Andy's like, well, you know, like my friend Ashton's coming and like his girlfriend. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways. (laughs) Anyway. Okay. So we booked this, we booked this day and had like realistically, had I had known that it was a, a night game for eight 30 and B that like I was registering that it was this late in the season. Like I honestly didn't realize that it was basically November. Well, October 30th. I don't think. Rochester, New York. Yeah. Like I honestly don't think if I was of clear mind, I would have said, yeah, I'm down for this. I probably would have been like, I love you, but no. (laughs) So that didn't happen. And no, and no, I love you. And no. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We don't say but around here. So, so this game And here's like the crabby part is like we had such a busy weekend. So like Sunday would have been nice to just like chill out. 
in saying that we did have a really good time, but, and. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Brittany. So we get on this bus who picks us up about an hour from our house and um, we, we had to go to the border and I cannot tell you how annoying it was for me to fly to Saskatoon the week prior and get to my gate flying in under 20 minutes. And then for us to sit in a bus with like 50 to 60 people, no air conditioning right at the border. Like we're basically next to go for two the hours. World's largest bus ever. Oh my God. There were 60 people Whatever. in that There bus. were, I would say like 40. Okay. Yeah. I think they're probably about 40, but we, we, ha- we got stopped at the border for two hours on this bus and you were at the front. You weren't even sitting with me because we got on like late. They gave us the wrong bus and I had like a internal like panic attack because there was no air, like no air on the bus. It's like stuffy as hell. Everyone is wasted around me. And I had three drinks. I wasn't wasted, but like not being able to get off, like just simply being like, I need some air. I hate when I can't get oh off. Oh my God. <laughs> it's the worst. No, but you're like, you're making fun of it, but it was like actually like a, a terrible experience for me. Like terrible. It was a terrible experience for on you. The bus. Was it? You were, you were high as a kite. <laughs> That's not true. Yes, you were. You were so high at the front of the bus. That's not true. You said to me, when I went to go visit you up at the um, at the front during our little like drive, I, I said, hold on, this is what you said. I said, babe, how are you doing up here by yourself? And you said, I can't wait to share so much with you today. I have so many, so many things to share with you is what I said. Oh my God. I was like, are you okay? You're like, um, I don't know. No. I, so okay. here's the problem. <laughs> here's the problem. This is this podcast has nothing to do with this story, by the way. No. But I guess loosely in a roundabout way, it well, does because we're, we're, we're talking about managing expectations again. That's a it's a subject that we talk about. Yeah. But these are like practical experiences where we really had to be no. This lasered, is what, lasered in. Hold on, I wrote down exactly what you said. Yeah. I can't wait to share so much things with you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we get onto this bus and we were, we were told we were the first ones there. Yeah, There was a bunch of people. We were the first ones there, super on time, thought we were doing great guy. I talked to one of the guys who was hosting this thing. There's four buses. He tells me what bus to go to. We're waiting in line to go into this bus thinking, okay, now we're all collectively as a group. We're going to go on. We're going to sit on the bus together. We're going to have a great time. Yeah. Buddy comes around and says, hey, are you guys so-and-so? Yeah, and we're yeah. like, yeah. He's like, actually, you're on this bus. By the time we get to that bus, we're the last ones on the bus. Yeah. We're not sitting beside each other at all. Definitely killed the bus. All of you guys were loosely around each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I it was, was eight rows ahead <laughs> by myself <laughs> dealing with a bunch of people who I've never met before who are wildly into sports betting. Right. They knew oh, really? every single thing about every single game Every single second, these guys just wouldn't stop. And I'm like, so yeah, I was a little high. (laughs) Shout out to Claritin for providing samples and sponsoring this episode. Full disclosure, I was listening to you talk the other day and I was thinking to myself, why does he sound that way? And then I remembered that it's allergy season and that's just your voice because you're so stuffed up. Ah, yes, the old allergy congested accent. Luckily for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. 
Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Oh, perfect. So I won't have to listen to you speak like this for the next few weeks. What? You're not into it? It's not uh, not endearing? No comment. Designed for serious allergy sufferers like Ryan. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieves your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. Claritin D tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. So convenient. Just ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. And remember, only use as directed. Guys, have you tried the new wellness shots from Good Vibes Juice? We have, and they're amazing. Perfect for boosting immunity and feeling great. Good Vibes Juice makes all natural wellness shots with ingredients that support your immune system. And they honestly taste good. Plus, they're great to have before you feel sick or even to help you recover faster. It's like having Granny's homemade remedy, but conveniently pre-made. They have three different shots to choose from. Sick Day, Get Well, and Turmeric Daily. The Sick Day shot has echinacea and ginger, known for fighting off colds and boosting immunity. The Get Well shots feature elderberry, a superfood ingredient that helps increase immunity, and the Turmeric Daily has turmeric and chamomile. My personal favorite is the Turmeric Daily. It has turmeric and chamomile, which for me, having recently turned 40, is great for anti-inflammatory and calming properties. What's great is that these shots are all natural with no preservatives or additives. You can take them as a shot or mix them with hot water for a soothing tea. And here's the best part. Visit goodvibeswithansjuice.com and use promo code TLC to get free shipping and 20% off your first order. That's www.goodvibesjuice.com with promo code TLC. Let's boost our immunity and feel great with Good Vibes Juice. Hey, Ryan. Yes? You stink. Um, okay. I stink too, don't worry. Everyone actually stinks, and it's normal to have body odor, just in case you needed a reminder. Okay, thank you for that. But the best part is, you don't have to stink. (laughs) Just try Lumi whole body deodorant. You're right. And Lumi's powered by mandelic acid, tackling odor for 72 hours from pits to feet, even private areas. It's incredible. Over 300,000 five-star reviews, and you can literally use it everywhere. And the scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or my personal favorite, toasted coconut, make it refreshing. Plus, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that's over 40% off. Stay confident from head to toe with Lumi. Try it with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. That's code TLC at L-U-M-E-D-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. Stay fresh, everyone. And hold on, hold on. At one point, our cooler was above the bus, and I was like, "Ryan, can you get me a drink?" So he, you stood up. <laughs> me and my best friend DK, DK goes to me, Brittany, look at Ryan, and I look up at Ryan, and his hands are stuck in the overhand. He can't get his hands out. They're just there for like fifteen seconds, and I you were it. you were trying and like didn't understand that you couldn't get your hands out. <laughs> And I was like, he doesn't understand. He's got to open up the latch. And they're just, you're just standing there with your arms up, stuck in the overhead. Ryan, I promise. My one hand was stuck. The other hand was trying to get the lock to loosen. (laughs) 
Ryan's hands are stuck. Like take my strong hand. <laughs> Anyways, no, because here's what happened. It was a strategic thing. Oh, it was a strategic right. thing, honestly, because I knew that by the time we got to the game and by the time we got home, yeah. I would have had to drive. Yes. So I said, what I was going to do is I was going to have. An yeah, edi- you weren't gonna, actually that high. No, I was going to have like an small. edible. I was going to have an edible so that I was relaxed. At two o'clock. And hanging out at two o'clock. And like, then Ryan drove We got home, home at 3 a.m. Yeah. So let's be honest. There was a massive amount of time in yeah. between these two things. But I thought, okay, I'm not going to drink. I'm yeah. not going to ramp up, but I'm going to, I don't want to be the sober designated driver for yeah. a bunch of drunk idiots who have been drinking since two o'clock to three. Like that's an excessive amount of drinking. I didn't want to be the guy that had to deal with it. Yeah. So I thought, okay, I will work my way up and then I'll slowly bring myself down. And by the time the bus gets all the way through to the other side of the border and we get, we get dropped off, I'll be fine. Which is 2 Mm -hmm. a.m. And by the way, it worked out so perfectly because by the second half of the game, I was fine, like totally fine. And almost like, wow, everyone's drunk. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, but Here's here's what I didn't forecast. I didn't forecast sitting by myself in a bus, like space cadetted out, listening to a bunch of magical stories around me. I was not prepared for that. Yeah. And when I stood up, I think it was Kirk's girlfriend said to you, I don't know your boyfriend or I don't know your husband, but he does not look okay." You weren't. You were not okay, But you were funny. Honest to God. I could I could tell you the life story of every Everyone single around. person around me because I was listening so intently. Have you ever sat for four hours and listened to a group of people and not offered up one word? Not a single word was spoken by me. I, if the guy is like, if the guy wanted to get around me, he's like, hey, can you move? I was like, mm. Mm. I didn't say hello. It's like. I get, like I am not the type of person to not make friends with yeah. people. Even DK was like, Ryan's like a social butterfly. I'm I like, I don't think he said a single not word. Not one word. Not also, one word. In fact, when you guys pulled me over to talk to you guys, I had gone so long without talking that yeah. when I got back to you guys, I had nothing to bring you. I had no value. I'm I like, uh, uh, I gotta go to the washroom. <laughs> That's the same. So also, we like to play this game sometimes with people we don't know. Um, we give them names, like me and my best friend. So you, this is a really fun game to play with people. So you say, if you didn't know me, what what would you think my name could be, right? And you kind of go through the alphabet, and then every kind of, like somebody suggests a name, and then everyone else like votes, like yes, like totally. So we're doing this with um, our friend's new girlfriend who we haven't met before, and her name is Megan. And so we were like, okay, we're like looking. I'm like, you know what? I'm getting a Cameron. Cam, perfect. Loves that. And then I look at DK. And loves I'm like, that. I just love it. She did. She was like, yeah, I like that. That's cool. And I look at DK and I'm like, okay, hmm, Devin. Like, that's really cool for a girl. And then sticking with the D's. That's nice. Then, it's good to stick with the D's. Dana goes, looks at me, who like my best friend who I've known for quite some time is like, I, I have it. I have your name. I'm like, what is it? She goes, Ivadel. <laughs> Ivadel. What? I'm like, I've never in my life heard that name. She's like, Iva for short. I'm like, Iva, yeah, Iva. I've heard Iva. Ivadel? Like, I'm like, it's like Juvederm. Like, like Ivadel might be a real name. I just, I'm sure I don't it know is. anybody who has it. I'm sure it is. But from then, from then on, I was like, you can just refer to me as Ivadel. I'm, I'm guessing in Canada, there's not a lot of Ivadels. No. Also, when we were finally let out, Two hours after this bus, whatever, we had to get off of the bus to go give our passports into the border. The woman 
who was like leading us in. Oh, Everybody was, was so cooperative. Like we tripping. were just so loved, like so happy to get outside. So we're all walking from the bus to the inside, like being complete adults. No one is like, there's no debauchery going on. And she goes, stop dilly dallying out here. There's no doodling. And we were like, what? Pardon me. She like, didn't talk like that yeah, she at did. all. Yeah, no. she did. She yelled at us. Yeah, I, but she didn't talk like that. Well, whatever. She was like, there's no dilly dallying out here. And I was like, why are no one's doing that. I said to him, I'm like, we've been stuck in a bus with no air conditioning for two hours. Yeah. I assure you, <laughs> the last thing we are doing is diddly doddling. <laughs> like, I know that your my life is in your hands, but respectfully, like, ma'am, no. there is no diddly oh doddling happening here. We are sweating and I am dying inside. I haven't spoken in four hours. Not a word has come out of my mouth. But I can assure you. And I am not diddly dumping. I am trying to get the fuck out of here as quickly as possible. (laughs) Sir, are you Canadian? I, uh, yes, I am Canadian. Are you? Uh, No, this is America. Okay, so this was worse, though, because then we missed essentially the best part of when you go to these games. We missed the tailgate in the day. We missed tailgate. In the day. So, like, we got the last hour at the tailgate, but it was cold. You had, like, 49 chicken wings. Oh, my You're God. You're not feeling great today. No, I'm not. I am not feeling good. I Lots am, of poos. I am excessively bloated. Yeah. So, uh, whatever. But, all, all in all, like, we, then we had to walk to the stadium, which was also quite far. Like, I, I do not remember it being this far when we went last time. And here, it like, took us eight minutes. We got to the <laughs> no, it, it didn't. Far? It was far. It, it was, was way. Less than it was a like kilometer. fifteen minutes. It was fine. Okay, fine. It was a kilometer. There were so many people there, and I have to say, like, I, I'm not. I don't know anything about football. I don't enjoy watching football, but I do appreciate, and you can attest to this. I do appreciate the skill it takes to like run the plays and then like just align so perfectly. Like, I do like that. It's just, I find it's too stop and go for me to like fill, fully pay attention. The atmosphere though, at this game was incredible. Like the amount of people who were just like full on supportive and like, we don't, I feel like we don't really get that in Canada sometimes for hockey, but like, it's nothing like this. Our teams have to be, our teams have to in the be playoffs. in the playoffs, yeah. expected to win for mm-hmm. that kind of like, and you know what you say that, but I disagree mm. because the Raptors. Uh, I don't think true. there's a place. I don't think there's a, an NBA team in the league that can compete with the Raptors fan base. That's true. I think that's maybe just because I haven't been to a lot of sporting events, so I'm only taking like the yeah. ones that I've been to. So and don't like, listen to what Brittany says uh, <laughs> when it comes Brittany. to this. No, but here's the point of the. I was trying to give a compliment. No, like, it, I think it was that great. Was a cool it was great. Here's, here is the the premise of this of this podcast which we talk about on a regular basis which is manage expectations whether you or your partner is a fan of something so in this case we'll talk about sports and in this case we'll talk about ryan being a fan and Brittany not necessarily being a fan you cannot anticipate or expect Brittany. <laughs> you cannot anticipate or expect your partner to have the same enthusiasm about right. the game that you have and if you do not come into this game with a like an actual game plan as to how you are going to manage what happens inside the stadium, I promise you, you're going to get let down 
disappointed or get upset. And this isn't just like you managing like my enthusiasm. It's me managing the fact that this isn't like my favorite thing to do, but I want to make sure that I'm in like a happy space because I know that you love it. Yeah. It's a long game. And I was fine. Like, let's be clear. I was not grumpy at all. And that has everything to do with the weather. No, but this is what I'm getting at. This is what I'm getting at. So- If you, if you start to unfold what there is to look at when Mm -hmm. you decide, Hey, I want to take my partner to something that's very important to me. You know, you got your buddies or whatever. And it's like, Oh, why do you like football so much? Well, you know what? Come to the game with me and see it. They're still not going to experience it the same way you do if the love of the game isn't there. And so when you talk about a three hour or a four, because it was the Sunday night football game, a four hour football game to expect someone who doesn't enjoy the sport to sit there and have a good time for four hours, it's very difficult to actually have that happen. Mm -hmm. So, you know, recognizing that, sitting down, having conversations that are non-football related, even though you're surrounded by a bunch of people. I know that there was times, Britt, in that game where you're like, Ryan, why don't you go sit over there with those guys so you can talk football? And I'm like, no, I don't need to because I knew coming into this, that this was less about the football game and more about having fun with you. I know, but I and just yeah, think- you got a Hall of Fame probably one of the greatest football players, quarterbacks of all time on the field. And I wanted to watch the game. I wanted just to make sure because I knew you weren't drinking and I actually stopped drinking quite early. Like I have noticed in my adulthood, even like when I was younger, I'm not great at like all day partying. I'm like good for a chunk, like a three, four hour chunk. And then I'm like, Deuces, I will ghost now and I don't want to be here anymore because I just get tired. So I think that I stopped drinking really early too. So now I'm like sober at a game, which was kind of cool because like I really got to like see a lot of the game, but I also got bored. So I was like, I'm going to go pee. I'm going to get water. I'm just going to go for a minute to get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's what I'm getting at. But that's what I'm getting at. Because if you don't have these conversations up front, yeah. all of a sudden your partner leaving... You know, your partner leaving with, a, you know, 86,000 people in a stadium, you don't feel comfortable. Yeah, just walk up there, go to the washroom, do what you're thinking. I always went with DK, though. I never I'm, went along. I know, but I'm saying if you don't, if it's just you and your partner, yeah. you're not just going to let your partner go sure. up and, and, you know, gallivant for the half an hour. Mm-hmm. You're going to want to go up, make <laughs> sure they're okay. Well, you're going to miss the game when that happens. Right. So a couple of things. Number one, I would highly recommend you have a conversation with your partner about what there is to expect at the game. Mm-hmm. Both parties have to align. Yes. And so you can say, okay, you know, this is going to be really super fun for you. Then the game's going to go on and probably by the first quarter, so and so and so on. This is like really build in the foundations of what they're getting into. Mm-hmm. And then understand that their level of give a shit is probably limited unless it's not like if it's not, then we're not talking about this. Like if your partner loves the same things you love, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. But if they don't, you have to have these conversations because you're going to spend a considerable amount of money at these things. Yeah. You don't want to walk away from it being like, I wish I would never have brought my girlfriend Mm -hmm. or I wish I never would have brought my spouse. Like she killed the entire game for me (sighs) And and it can't happen. But here's my other advice. If you want to introduce something to someone who's not interested in the something, make sure that the conditions that you're putting them in are going to actually be positive. Mm. Booking a game at the end of October in Rochester, New York, brought in the possibility of rain and snow Mm -hmm. and not really anticipating that or expecting that or thinking about that. 
Thank the Lord. Oh, the, God. The weather was amazing last night. Not a cloud in the sky. Amazing. No wind, no nothing. Uh-huh. Because as I was sitting there in the third quarter and the game started getting deeper and it get, got more important for me, I kept thinking, man, this is when it's going to get boring for her. And if it was cold and if it was raining I'm or pissed. snowing, we would have left the game and I would have been pissed. <laughs> no, I just would have watched it like in the... I wouldn't have sat down. Yeah, I would have been okay. pissed. Anyways, let's um, let's move into set yourself up for for success. Is what I'm saying. This weekend, we um, like we talked about, we rented like a huge bin because we needed to clean out our garage and our basement. We had a lot of things that we've accumulated over the last like eight years that we just don't need. So we donated a bunch of stuff, but a lot of it was garbage, broken, whatever. So we rent this bin, and we have a huge amount of work that we have to do. And within 20 minutes, we were like, oh, I'm going to just file for the papers like right now. Cause I don't think we can do this together. I we just no, honest to God, we, we actually, we did so well, but there was a point where we were like, this is already starting because we had to move a bunch and I will take full responsibility in this. But I think that you just like, you snap at me during these situations because you're so frustrated. And then I'm like, fuck you. Like, don't talk to me like that. So we had to move a well, we Ryan had to move a bookcase upstairs because it was just we don't use it anymore. So it's quite heavy. And I wasn't helping at all. No, not, and, uh, not a lick of I, air was put underneath that. I case. asked you, as Ryan is literally like sweating, he can't move. He's talking, he's pushing it up the stairs. I'm like, babe, do you want to give this bin or do you want to put the bookcase on the side of the road so people can take it away? Or do you want to put it in the bin? Like, what do you want to do here? Let me know. It's like, can you stop fucking asking me this? Like for the love of God, Alex Trebek, this isn't a fucking (laughs) game show. I know I've got a 400 pound bookshelf that I'm carrying up the stairs by myself. And you're asking me (laughs) quantum physics questions in retrospect. I get it. Um, but I think it's just like, you could have been like, just give me a minute. Instead, you are you snap at me, and then and then I get so defensive because I'm like, well, here what we go the again. Fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, I was. Do mean. you not realize what I'm doing it right now? Mean. I don't care what okay. we're doing with this. I need to not die going up the stairs. And so then we start off this like little bickering session, and I find like I personally hate cleaning anything with you because we are complete opposites when we're cleaning. Ryan's like, oh man, I use that once in grade five at recess. I must keep that. Where I'm like fucking burn it all. Like, I don't want anything. I want to keep it away. Obviously there's some things that I keep sentimental wise, but you, for instance, I, there is a basket that had old electronics and like cords that aren't used anymore that have been in our basement from the last, I don't even know, eight years. It's just moved. Doesn't matter. Yes, it does. Cause okay. it, it's very much does matter. So this thing had so much like miscellaneous shit in it. So I'm like, okay, no, no, no. It's an old um, video camera that I haven't literally ever seen. Like I was like, what is this? This is just old. So I throw it, threw it in the bin and you're like, please tell me that that's not the old camcorder. And I was like, it sure is. He, and so here's the thing. There was sentimental stuff on that. I didn't know that. And I'm like, why are you keeping this in this random spot? 
Like had I, had I, had you not seen that and that thing was taken away, you know how angry you would have been? I would have lost my mind. Yeah. But I would have been like, fuck you. You didn't tell me this was sitting here in this like random box that didn't say like special. This is very special to me. Or like, you know what I mean? Like you just aren't great at organizing. And so we took forever because you get so distracted when we are doing things. Like then you sit down and you're like, I got to take a shit. Then I got to watch this video. And I'm like, I think you have a problem with like purging. (laughs) I do have a problem with purging. You don't so think annoying. I don't, you don't need to think I'll tell you, I have a problem with purging, but here is what I will say about purging. Feels so good. There are no, yeah, sure. Maybe after there are a particular set of unspoken rules when it comes to throwing things out without communicating a broken toy, this, that cardboard, throw it out. No problem. If you find a Sony Handycam camera in a case, that is a questionable throwout. Maybe had it not been in a box with it's, other random shit for eight years. Questionable throwout. Cool. It's like, hey, Ryan, I haven't seen this in forever. Do you have anything on this? It's not mine. And to which I would have said, actually, Brittany, thank you for asking that question. Mm-hmm. I think yes, what I was. I have videos of my grandparents on that. Mm-hmm. I have videos of my best friend who's no longer with us. And more importantly, I've got a video of Tyler Smith in church trying to cut a thread off his pants with his keys. And it, and from the angle I was videoing, it looks like he's masturbating in church. So of all of the videos that I have on that handy cam that are very sentimental to me, the one that I will keep forever okay. and ever is Tyler Smith masturbating in church. Okay. So here's the thing. Like I was afraid that you were going to be like, no, my parents gave me that camera in case we want to like use it. Cause your parents give us stuff sometimes and we don't use it. And I just wanted to be like, listen, I don't even want the opportunity to be like, when are we going to use this video handheld video camera? Like we just aren't. So I was trying not to give you that opportunity to be like, I like, no, we will use that. Cause I'm like, you know what? If he doesn't even know it's here, it's been in this miscellaneous box for eight years with other broken random shit. I'm sure it's nothing. So apologies to which, to, apologies. Which, to which I say, shame on you, Brittany. No, I say shame on you you should put these sentimental church masturbation videos in a more secure place okay anyways i should actually just transfer the video files into a computer you would you should is what i i don't know is what i what anyways i'll do that the we cleaned out the whole garage and it looks amazing and we feel quite lovely about ourselves like it feels so good it feels so good i feel like an adult like i feel like when i open up my garage if someone was outside yeah and saw both garages open they would look they would look and be like wow these guys have their shit together they're adults i'd be like you want to come in for a drink they know how to do this adult thing (laughs) and i I didn't realize Mm. i really didn't realize how on adulty i felt Mm. until i saw how adulty i became Right. Well, I fully felt it. I was like, this is embarrassing. I need, we need to do this. Like, it was never year. like, I, it was embarrassing. Listen, there's embarrassing things in this world. A dirty garage is not one yeah, of them. For you, a dirty I, main floor, mm-hmm. a dirty bedroom. Sure. That stuff gives me anxiety when I'm so unorganized and it just becomes like a, tr- like literally a throw all. And there's no organization there. I don't like it. But to That's be embarrassed it. of it? You can't tell so me. You can't invalidate my embarrassment. I don't oh. like that. Literally, I did not want people in the garage. They're like, oh, let me like after our Halloween party, like I'll just throw the recycling. I was like, don't go in there. Don't. There's like dicks hanging from the wall. <laughs> and like, like, really, what in there? What in there is like our sex swing is in there. No, that's what not. What is embarrassing about the a dirty state garage? Of it. The state of it. We live in a town, honestly, where people take 
pride in their garage. And I have also, I've also grown up with parents and yours too, that are very organized in their garage space. No, Yeah. I did not grow up with parents who were organized in their garage space. Well, they're fine now. Their garage is okay. Now? Yeah. Anyway, my like my parents' garage is so organized. And I just felt like, for me, that's embarrassing when like we just had no organization and it was just like trashy and gross. So I was like, I, this is embarrassing for me. And that's valid. I don't, let's, I don't, I don't think it's embarrassing, but I don't care. Okay. You can have that. Oh, don't, I, don't invalidate my opinion. No, you you're telling me care. it's not embarrassing. I'm like, well, it's maybe not for you, but it is for I me. I will say it, whether it's embarrassing or it's not embarrassing, it made my level of adulthood on par with when we got our first Costco membership. <laughs> now we don't go to Costco, no, we but don't. we have a card that says what we do. And I feel like because I can pull that out at any time. Mm. People are like, and I can be like, you need anything from Costco? Adult. Like, I can go. Like, when I make a joke in front of a bunch of people and they don't laugh, I pull out that card and they're like, oh, he's a dad. That is actually funny. Got it. Yeah. It wasn't funny. It was creepy. But now that I know you're a dad, I get it. Costco card. Okay. Um, also, kind of going back to uh, managing expectations and stuff, we had a conversation last week. Um, and I think we both knew that we needed to have this conversation, but we were both like just all like running on fumes at this point. So October as a month, I knew going in, it was going to be an absolute like batshit crazy shit show for me work-wise and like just personal life and like events and stuff. I had a lot going on. And I had that, I said that to Ryan. I said, listen, like October is insane for me. I'm just letting you know now, like let's manage our expectations with like our relationship. Cause oftentimes, um, and I've spoken about this before, like you want to do all of the things at once, but something is going to have to be sacrificed. So whether that's like your sleep, maybe you're not being like mom of the year. And on in October, we as a as a parent or as a couple, excuse me, as in our marriage, like that was not a priority because it was filled with work. Not just me too. Your work schedule in October was also bananas. So we feel and we felt like when we aren't connecting and we don't make time for each other, whether that's like a simple date day or just having something specifically planned for us and our marriage we get annoyed with each other because at the end of the day, it just like we miss each other and then we're like annoyed. So this kept happening. Our schedules were like complete opposite. We were super busy separately. And Ryan had said like, I think we need to have a conversation. Like we were about to sit down and watch a show. And I was like, I agree. And then after we had the conversation, which we'll go back to, you said to me, I just want to thank you. Um, because when we have these conversations at the end of it, you know, and I know that it's not to start a fight. Like we've worked so hard on our communication that our feelings are hurt and we're frustrated, but we know that we're having a conversation so that we can unfold why this is happening and kind of come to an understanding and like, and a solution. Right. Uh So like having that conversation was just so important. And it was one of those like reflecting moments where we were like, huh, I mean, I think we're pretty good at communicating (laughs) another gold star. Yeah. For me and and full disclosure, like I (laughs) I was, I was experiencing our relationship as in a business transaction, Yeah, not a, not a parent transaction, a business transaction because we, because our, because we have our own things, but do a lot of things business wise together a lot of the stuff that we were doing whenever we were together had to get in like, Hey, we got to get this in, this in, this in, this Mm -hmm. in, this in, this in. So everything that we did outside of our polar opposite schedules 
whenever we were together, it was a business transaction that occurred. Mm-hmm. And for me, I, I was feeling very business party partnerish as opposed to husband. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to someone about it being like, I don't know if I want to bring this up. Like, I don't know if I want to have this conversation because I don't like the idea of where this could lead to. And then they were talking about it. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to talk to Brittany about it. And I'm telling you, you and I had a conversation that I had had four hours prior to the conversation. And I immediately went from my my complaint, not complaining, but like my discovery conversation with somebody else Mm -hmm. into a conversation with yourself. And usually that doesn't happen. Usually what happens is you let that conversation linger. Then you Mm -hmm. bring it to another person, let it linger. Then you bring it to another person, let it linger. And what's happening collectively is you're getting the opinions of other people. And those people that you tend to go to, you go to because they're safe for you. Mm -hmm. And they're going to be on your side. Meaning they're going to say, yeah, Brittany's Brittany's such a bitch. Why is she doing this and this and this? (laughs) Whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, They didn't do that. But what I, what I, my big takeaway from it was I got into action immediately. So when this thought of mine started to like creep in, instead of letting it set in, I got into communication with you. But what it was so impressive to me and what really, truly blew my mind to think, hey, we've been doing this podcast for two and a half years. We talk to experts on a day-to-day basis Mm -hmm. and we do the work here Mm -hmm. at the house. Mm -hmm. What blew my mind was that I had a conversation with you. And within 15 minutes, this heavy, heavy, heavy weight that I had on my chest was gone. Mm-hmm. Because you immediately said to me, immediately, I miss you too. Mm-hmm. Well, at the end of the day, you're upset because you're not seeing me. And it might come across as like, I mean, it did, it has come across as you were short with me in our transactional conversations. There were small little like digs, like things that I just let slide because I honestly knew that like, this is where it was coming from. But we also chose to like stop that because they were just going to progress. But at the end of the day, your missing of me was coming out in frustration. And I knew that it wasn't like you weren't, pissed off at me. Like you just missed me and you missed our connection. So I obviously want to reiterate and reassure that I also miss you too. But, and I think it was important for me too, because it's you, it's usually you that have these crazy busy months. And you've, you've had this in the past a couple of years. Like you were like, just so you know, this, like these next couple months, you're not going to see me. I just want to let you know, I love you, but please, like, you're going to have to like really like pull it together for me, for the family, like you're going to have to step up and I'm apologizing now. And I just want you to know that like, it's not going to be forever, but just be prepared, be prepared. And so I, I think it was new for you, for me to be that person, because like I said to you, you are so used to me when you are kind of stressed out, picking up the slack in the family, the parent department. And I was like, that needs that you need to do that. Like, I I don't have the time to do that this month. And I think it was just an interesting and new dynamic in our roles as parents, right? Like, and the household things. And I, and I just, it was, it was a very like interesting experience. And I'm glad that we like came out on the other side and we still have a lot going on. But at the end of the day, I said, Rye, I would really like if you would plan a date, Mm -hmm. right? Have you done that? Yeah. I took you to the Bills game yesterday. No, absolutely not. You're welcome. (laughs) No. Absolutely not. But I'm like, this is important. This is showing us that we need uh, some reconnection. And I really think like a date night, a solo date night, locking it in the schedule. Hey, when are you free? It really helps us. We benefit from that. And it's usually me who plans those. And I said to you, 
please plan this. So yeah. I'm also reminding you now. Plan it. Yeah, plan I got it. it. So the big thing for me, and, and if you're listening to this podcast right now, you're trying to figure out, you know, where does this work for you? Realize that most of the things that you have issues with, with your partner just need to be communicated. And if they're, and if they're communicated effectively, as yeah. in like, there's nothing wrong with you and, and the relationship isn't the way that I want it to be. Mm-hmm. That is a missing, not a make wrong. Mm-hmm. And I think with the big thing with you and I, if we've come to realize that if I'm coming to you with a problem, the problem is we're not focusing enough on us. Mm-hmm. And so when we look at it, you know, you said you were setting this whole thing up. It's like we, something's got to give and that something was us. That something should never be you and your partner. It should never be. And it's almost always going to be because it's the easiest thing. It's the easiest thing to let slide because you're like, oh, I know that they're on the same page as me. And I know that they know that we're going to come back together once our schedules aren't bullshit. Because I'll tell you this right now, as you're going left and they're going right, you're going further and further and further apart. There is no coming back to center. Mm. And unless you're communicating okay. it. Yeah. Like I don't, I was just going to say, I don't necessarily agree. I think that if something has to take a back seat, often it is the relationship because it's two adults. Like the kids don't get to be like, oh, well, why are you not taking us to school and doing our things? Yes. So I think that if you, again, approach this, knowing that you're going into a very busy season or maybe in the middle of it, you notice that like things are shit crazy. Take a moment and to communicate and arrive to your partner with respect and say, listen, I know things are insane. Just a reminder. I love you. Let's set up even like an hour in your day to like have a glass of wine together, have a chat, whatever it is. You can make time for it within the chaos. It just, it doesn't even have to be like a full date day, but you have to acknowledge it and you have to come like into the conversation, not um, accusatory. You need to, these are my feelings. Like, how do we fix this? And absolutely positively no assumptions. Yeah. To assume that your partner's okay is a bad assumption. Yeah. To assume that they're good with the schedule as is, is a bad assumption. Get in, check in, have conversations, and it might be okay for both of you. And then you know, okay, we're good for another week. Right. And then you might discover one we're of you's okay. not okay. Mm-hmm. And in the second that, that one of you's not okay, if you don't address it, it's going to compound. Because we, as human beings, are not designed to be in communication all the time. Mm -hmm. We don't have the skills to do it. We don't have the tools to do it. So we just harbor these feelings until those feelings become real. Mm -hmm. And once they're real, they're hard to get through because now it's like not just emotion. It's like I've, I have actually proven to to myself that you're an asshole and I've got this example and I've got this example and I've got this example of it. So, so don't do that. Be in communication. Ebbs and flows occur it's life. It's beautiful. But you got to do it together. <laughs> and with All that right. being said, have a lovely afternoon. Peace out. Or whatever you're listening. Boop, 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 boop. Hey, everyone. I'm Emily Beerley. And I'm Jennifer Chaikin. And we're licensed marriage and family therapists, owners of the Therapy Group, and hosts of the Shrink Chicks podcast. Every week, we bring you a new episode where we dive into therapeutic topics like inner child work, dating anxiety, family dynamics, relationships, and burnout. 
making them more relatable and understandable, leaving the psychobabble behind. We address the things you've been dying to ask your therapist but don't know how. And work to help you stop shooting all over yourself with the expectations society can put on us. Tune in every Monday to Shrink Chicks on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Be sure to follow along and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Prepare to learn all about you because in order to grow yourself, you got to know yourself. 